News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, 32% of transition year students are reporting having self-harmed at some point in their lifetime. That's according to new research from the University of Galway, which found high rates of self-harm among teenagers and a decline in their mental health and well-being. And Emmett Major, project coordinator at Planet, Planet Youth, joins me now. Firstly, Emmett, that statistic seems really worryingly high. Are you surprised by it? Uh, we were when we first saw it. Yeah, um, it, it's an unusual one, right? We started with the, these surveys back in 2018, right? It's it's a survey that happens every two years in all of the schools in our region, which is Galway Mayor Common. 91 schools here participate. So every two years we survey these children as part of this overall Planet Youth project, which is a, a local implementation or an attempt to implement what's called the Icelandic Prevention Model. So that's around 5,000 young people participate at 15 and 16 years old. So these are children who return to school having sat the junior cert exam in June. Yep. And when they come back to school in September, October, November, they'll they'll sit this what's called the Planet Youth Questionnaire, um, whether they're in TY or in fifth year. Right. So we get it. We get it. You know, all the schools participate. So we have a very, very um, clear insight into what's going on. Okay. And the, the overall project are, is the idea you're gathering this information to see what's going on in the lives of our young people. And it's a very thorough survey, if you like, um, that we can we can then take and use to improve the situation for the children coming behind. So it's an exhaustive look at you know, what's going okay. on in their lives in all sorts of areas. Okay. Um, one of which, just one of which, is their mental health. And that in, that in fact does look into things like, and they are asked questions like, Self, questions about self-harm, questions about suicide and suicidal ideation, and then also questions about adverse life experiences. So what are the difficulties in their lives? Okay. And do we know, is there a difference between boys and girls? Or, or have we drilled down in, into that kind of information on this? Yeah, yeah. There is a very significant difference between what the boys are saying and what the girls are saying. Yeah, they, they will be quite different in, in the reporting for sure. And are, are girls worse? Because that would be the perception. As in, I don't mean worse in a general sense. I mean, is their mental health worse? Is their uh, likelihood of self-harm worse? Yeah, they're more likely to report high levels of poor mental health or higher levels of poor mental health, higher rates of self-harm. And there's all sorts of different ways you can look at that in terms of cause and effect. And, you know, what's that really telling us? And that's part of what today's discussion at the university is going to be about. So. So the people who, who undertook the study, uh, this is a this is a an examination specifically into this sort of self harm, suicide, and mental health data, which has been done by the UNESCO Child and Family Research Centre at the University of Galway, um, but it's it's being funded by what's called the Health Research Board. Right? Okay. So they they provide this this funding every once in a while. Okay. For what's called sec- just, just, data just, I'm just thinking of people who are listening though this morning that mm. what they want to know is first of all why is this happening and what do we what do we do about it? Do do we have any information on that? Well, that's precisely what we're looking at here today. So the discussion and there's experts from around the country and in fact coming from overseas to look at this specifically. So the, the title of today's seminar is broadening the debate and in you know a discussion around the risk of protective factors for our young people currently, right? So things seem to be deteriorating a little bit over the three surveys, one of which was done during COVID. So of course that wouldn't have helped. But what what's going on and what's changing that we can then seek to improve. So okay. we have 
um, a number of experts coming. We have people coming from Jigsaw, which is the youth mental health service. We have young people themselves. We have Sean Burke, who's a school okay, principal. No, but, but Emma, I'm think. just thinking of what, what people want to hear this morning. Is, is this the pandemic? Yeah. Is this social media? Like they want to know, and those things are all very valid, what you're saying about funding and, and guest speakers, etc. But what they want to know is yeah. about their kids. Why sure. are their kids struggling in this way? And, and what can they do? Well, that's what, again, just to come back to it, that's what we're really looking at here today. What 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 are the implications for what's going on in the real world, if you like, in the, po- the policy side of things, but also in the practical or the practice side of things? What can we do as parents, as teachers, yeah. as schools, as communities? And do we do we do have any in- insight on that? I know that you're saying that's what you're going to be discussing, but do you, but do you have any insight on that? Well, sure. I mean, one of the things for me, for me personally, one of the things that really very clear in the data is lack of sleep. Right, that's a huge, huge issue amongst the teens. It seems to be, you know, the, the correlation is extraordinary between poor, you know, what's going on in mental health, lack of sleep. Phones come into that. You know, phones and bedrooms. Teens are up very, very late. Fifty-four percent of the young people in the latest survey weren't aren't sleeping enough okay. or anything like it. Um, so there's a there's an issue parents could attempt to try and get on top of. Yeah. Now, there's all sorts of you know reasons why children don't sleep. There's biological reasons. There's the early start in the mornings is all sorts of things. But but sure, one thing is phones and bedrooms. That seems to be a bit of an issue. And we could point to that and say, well, that's one big thing that's changed yeah, in the last yeah, decade absolutely. or so is the amount of time on phones. And nope. physical activity is another, you know, young people who seem to be more physically active do better for mental health and, and so on. So there's certainly there's very clear things that, that can be done. Yeah. But today's discussion is is more around you know, the kids that are struggling most are the ones who have this adverse adversity in their lives in in the, the most areas. So adversity at home in their life, adversity in their peer group, okay. adversity, you know, in, in these other ways. So those are the really high risk. Cases. Not to say they're not all, they're, you know, we're seeing these high levels of suicidal yeah. ideation Look, and self-harm across. It's yeah. really interesting. And I know parents will be very, very uh taken by particularly that that stark headline about the self-harm, a, a huge level in, in TY students. Thank you very much for joining us on that this morning. That is Emmett Major, their project coordinator at Planet Youth. Sleep is a huge thing. Huge thing, Shane. I don't think people go to bed anymore and if they do, they often go to bed with the Little phones. statistic for you, that age group back in the 50s and 60s slept nine and a half hours per night. Yeah. Nowadays, do you want to know what they sleep? Most of it's seven and a half. Six and a half. That's wow. the average. Those those are the stats on on teen sleep. And you grow in your sleep. You you have regenerative functions occur in your brain in your sleep. You know things that actually stave off things like anxiety occur in your sleep. Um, I think we are sleepwalking, as it were, into something here. Yeah. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk.